0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Banter, the podcast aimed to bring you your dose of murder relaxation. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Of our little kitty cat. Not so little kitty cat.
1: Yeah, he's a thick boy. Okay, as
0: soon as we started recording, he's like, let me let me make an appearance real quick and jumps on the desk. Yeah, I want to... Hello everybody. Ooh. That was weird. That just like stop the music. Stop the music. Um <laughs> record scratch. Welcome to episode DS. The yeah, dirty DS. I know. Dirties. How about that? <laughs> I think that's a thing that people say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, I believe you.
0: Today, uh, we're going to be talking about, let me pull up my notes real quick.
1: Yeah, do it.
0: We're going to talk about the case of Anne-Marie, <laughs> what are you laughing at? I all right, all right, we're going to be talking about 42-year-old Anne-Marie Anastasi when she returned home from a morning of running errands to find her husband, Anthony, unresponsive in their bedroom with a gun in his hand. And a bullet in his head. And what seemed to be an open shut case of unfortunate suicide. It takes a turn. Uh, the moment investigators begin searching the home.
1: Ooh. Yeah. This is another one that I don't know. I'm pretty I sure think I think you do. You do well, know. It. I don't know what right now. Usually you I don't. feel like that would stand out. But so I like being kind of like a part right. of the audience. where I'm like, okay. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah.
0: I mean, there will be a point. I'm calling it right now. She's going to be. Like, uh, <laughs> if I <laughs>
1: listen, I won't say it. I'll just be along for the ride with everyone. Uh huh. Yeah. Sure. I won't give it away. Well,
0: before we get into um, today's episode, Christiana over here, <laughs> she's got uh, a bit of banter.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> so I thought this would be fitting because it's a short month. So I was like, why does February have 28 days? Okay. I've never even thought to ask it. I was looking up like, like questions that you think about when you're high and just like funny questions like life contemplating, um, crazy would you rathers. Like I was like, there's got to be something funky. And then I don't know if I just opened my calendar. I don't even know. But I was like, Why is there only twenty-eight days? And mainly, I was thinking about it because I get paid sooner, so Ah, I was like, "Oh, okay." So I looked it up. And what did you find out? Well, it's kind of to kind of dumb it down. It seemed like no matter which website I went to, it was kind of a it's kind of a long story, but I'll just like give like a quick-ish synopsis. Okay. Because this is like some people like this kind of stuff, the like "Did you know?" kind of stuff, like oh, like fun fact. And some people are like, I don't freaking care about it. Fact of the day. Yeah. So this goes back to ancient Rome. In 800 BC, when everyone went by the calendar of Romulus, so he was like a ruler back then, and he basically just like yellowed the calendar, and he was like, yeah, whatever, right? Guy, so initially, guy. January and February didn't exist because um, everybody's calendar back then was based off of like crops and when everything was profitable, and January and February were like stupid months because it was so cold, nothing, nothing grew. grew. So basically okay. for two months, nobody knew what day it was or what month it was until crops started growing again. So the calendar used to start in March. Then, back then, the calendar was only three hundred four days. And then this guy came along, King Numa Pompilius. Oh yeah, Mr. (laughs) Pompey. He thought it was super dumb, and he's like, "Okay, so in seventeen or seven thirteen BC, he lined the calendar up with the twelve lunar cycles. Then the calendar was three hundred fifty five days, adding in January and February. So technically, it made February last. So he added it to the last part of the calendar, not the beginning, how it is now. So." Back then, though, Romans were extremely superstitious and believed that uh, even numbers were super unlucky. So, like, they invited evil spirits in and stuff like that. So they decided to make every month end in an odd number. But in order to reach 355 one month had to be even so february pulled the short straw mm. so basically they think it's because it was the last month of the year
0: so that's why the worst things in the world always <laughs> happen in february
1: all <laughs> yeah, right so roman politicians actually started using the whole 28 days thing as like like a scheme in their or like a pawn in their schemes basically so okay. like they would be like, if somebody that they didn't like was in office, they'd be like, sorry, 28 days is up, you're done. But, or some, <laughs> if somebody they did like was in office, they'd be like, well, February this year has 30 days or whatever. So uh, they started okay. being like, this is freaking janky. So they were like, let's not do this anymore. Hmm. So, right, exactly. So by the time Caesar came around, he was like, this is stupid. And he evened it after to 365 days, moving February to the top of the calendar with January. So according to him. science, the earth makes a full cycle in 365. 65.24 days
0: right which so, is why we have the leap years
1: right so 2.24 times four makes one whole extra day which is why every four years we have an extra day in february how about that so yeah so that's pretty much it i wow, didn't want to okay. like get too far into it but basically it's like romans made up a calendar they yellowed it i guess the it only it thing uh,
0: <laughs> i have to add to that is that humans just say fuck it we're just gonna do whatever we want <laughs> time is a man-made concept yeah
1: basically yeah so yeah i didn't want to get too crazy because i'm not a science person and i know i'm not the only one i don't like all this fancy math and history lessons so but we are coming up summed and you it know up. what
0: this is actually going up on february 28th so that makes sense yes right so. so
1: i was like oh good timing so how about that you're welcome everyone share that at your next dinner party Ooh! wow everyone
0: or just say that you uh or just tell strangers how fire occur at your apartment complex and then you had to okay. leave early.
1: Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you know, you know. <laughs> As she slams Sorry, her cup guys. into the
0: table. Okay. Well, I'm gonna start playing some background music. Some okay. Creepy stuff. <laughs>
1: I like that you have to.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna.
1: I like that. Yeah, I like that little. Thank uh, you. I um... thought you would. Well, you were worried no, thank there for you. a minute. I was. I was. <laughs> you were we... like, why are you taking notes yeah. about a simple topic? Because <laughs> there's names. and Little dates. background <laughs>
0: info. I I asked her. All right, you got your bit of banter ready for this episode. And she was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, we're getting ready to record. Yeah,
1: give me 15. And I'm I'll like, why do
0: you out. need 15 minutes to talk about something? Yeah. But now, now I get it. Now we know. Now I get it. You're welcome. Very factual. are
1: welcome, everyone.
0: Well, let's go ahead and uh, get into today's Kay. episode. I'm so excited. The last day of Freb- February. February. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, this case, it takes place on October 5th, 2015, in Lothian, Maryland. Uh, 42-year-old Anne-Marie Anastasi is married to 40-year-old Anthony Anastasi, and the two of them have five children together. On the morning of October 5th, Anne-Marie, she's spending her time taking their youngest child to the dentist, and she's actually running some quick errands. I think she was going to the grocery store, um... With her thirteen-year-old daughter, who I believe is her oldest sibling or child, child. Mm-hmm. when uh, Anne Marie returns home, that's when she finds Anthony, her husband, unresponsive on their bed with a forty-five caliber handgun by his side. Okay. So you've heard this already. I kind of
1: right earlier. preface
0: yeah. preface that in mm-hmm. the intro. Now we've said this before, and I'll say it again. God forbid, um, none of us will ever know what it's like to walk into this kind of situation. Uh, any case that we cover, I guess, we don't ever want to, like, you know, personally experience ourselves. So we don't really know how we would act or talk or sound or um, what we would say right. when we come upon something like that. But I've got the 911 call, a couple clips. It's one clip spliced together of Anne. Marie's. I'm gonna call her Anne from now on because that's her name. Um, Of Anne's 911 phone call when she came upon her husband's body. Okay. And you're gonna realize there's something a little uh, fishy. I'm already
1: excited. Something a little weird about this. Okay. Now, now again,
0: let let me put you into the space. You just got home, and you find you would find me.
1: Right. You find your partner. Yes. Right. Dead.
2: I just spent the day taking kids to the dentist and then going grocery shopping. I'm supposed to be leaving to take my husband to a doctor's appointment right now, Mm -hmm. but he's not responding at all and he's got his gun laying next to him in the bed. Do you think he shot himself? I don't know. I didn't turn the lights on in the room.
0: Weird, right? Okay. Like,
1: where do you even start with that?
0: Exactly. There's, and we'll, we'll, I guess maybe not dive deep into that, the nine one call itself, but like, I don't know. Uh, I didn't turn the lights on, but I think he shot himself. Yeah. What? And she's so like, even keeled. Just, yeah. I just got home, and uh, I was supposed to take my husband to the doctor, and now he's dead. It's like, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Little, little weird, right? Yeah, just a little (laughs) (laughs) fucking weird. So uh, immediately um, they send emergency services and police officers. um, They're dispatched to the household. And from all accounts, uh, it kind of seemed to be a very straightforward suicide case. Um, Obviously, gun lying next to the victim. uh, What do they call it? Stippling? Which Mm -hmm. is where the bullet uh, burns the skin pretty much, showing that it was close range. Not like obviously being shot across the room or something. Right. And then uh and yeah, there was no break ins, there was uh nothing stolen or anything, no no signs of a struggle. Though the household was they described a mess and not easy to um, investigate because of I mean they had like shelves of VHS tapes. This Back is twenty. This is 2015. Oh yeah that's right. Wait. Yeah so this that Their kind of. They're holding
1: on to them to sell them they're gonna be worth they, a lot one day. Maybe. That's maybe. what people keep telling me. <laughs> someday. <laughs> and then be rich someday. someday. Uh,
0: so yeah I mean they were pretty much well set on the fact that it was um, suicide.
1: Okay.
0: So uh, the responding officers they actually ask Anne if there's anybody else that lives in the home aside from her and her children. And to the officer's surprise, she says yes. There is; uh, they currently have a house guest that's living in the basement apartment down low. As okay. you take a deep breath, that's you're getting nervous, aren't you?
1: No, I'm no, getting uh, <laughs> wondering what annoyed the already. I'm like, okay, just <laughs> freaking right, tell what's me going on? who is this piece of shit.
0: So the house guest living downstairs is 25-year-old Jacqueline Riggs.
1: Oh, it's a girl. It is. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Thought it was yep. going to be a dude. Okay. Shocker. Surprise. <laughs> well, we'll see. Keep the going. officers
0: were surprised as well. Um, Jacqueline Riggs, from what I was able to find, um, she's not so much like a family friend of theirs, but she's more of somebody that Anthony knew from back when they, the entire family actually lived in Michigan. And so, uh, Jacqueline, she was temporarily, I guess... Moving in or living with the Anastasi's, um, and based on a press release from the state attorney in uh, in Maryland, let me let me pull it up here. They said that Jacqueline did have a sexually sexual relationship with both Anthony and Anne Marie. What do you got to say? Nothing. All right, all right. You look For like you
1: are all different. True, true. To each now, I'd,
0: I would like to know what the analytics are of open marriages like that that either end in violence or death.
2: Oh, true. I'm true, not saying
0: right. that it's, um, you know, super high to end in someone committing suicide, I guess, but it just never you don't really hear a lot of like success stories. And maybe, no, because no, that's not what I was so just about open. to say. I
1: was gonna say, I'm not like judging it, it's just one of those, like, I just it rarely ever works out. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't know. It's to each Clearly their own, like you said. Out. To There's each the their own. Guy. <laughs> so uh, after Anne, she she's talking to these officers about Jacqueline living downstairs, and so the officers ask, uh, "Is she home?" I, makes sense. And Anne responds with, "An, I don't know. I haven't checked." <laughs> I'm like, if I if I find you wow. dead, and we've got a roommate downstairs, I'm like. Hey, what the fuck happened? Right. Call 911. We need to figure this shit out. But again, we don't really know what we would actually be like.
1: Uh, no, it's and we're true. All, we all
0: respond differently in situations like this.
1: Right, and it depends how fast the cops responded too, right? Because true. I the last thing true. I'm thinking of is my roommate when I find somebody dead, the first thing I'm definitely doing is calling the cops, which she did.
0: Right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I
1: guess we don't know how soon after, but
0: Yeah, it seemed like immediate. Yeah. Um, so uh she goes you know, I don't know, I haven't checked. So what do the officers do? Well, they check for themselves. Yeah. And what do they find? Oh no. When they open the basement door.
1: Bro, is she dead too? And
0: they walk down the stairs.
1: <laughs> Sorry We're gonna find that. out
0: after a quick shout out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you on, on edge. <laughs> uh uh we're gonna give a quick shout out real quick to all of the people um listening. And all those that have followed us on yeah. Instagram at True Crime. We're Mantis, growing. Because, yeah, we're almost hitting a thousand subscribers and since you took over the Instagram, yeah. you're just killing it. I'm
1: not in yeah, I'm not a technology person. I'm really doing the bare minimum. I really don't know how to do anything. Whatever. But doing, yeah, making posts, following people, all that stuff. Yeah.
0: So so shout out to everybody um following us on Instagram. Uh, everybody that's rated the podcast on Spotify and yeah. also subscribe to us on YouTube. That's kind of grown a little bit too. Yeah. Specifically though, Kale and the Cats. I think that's how you say it.
1: <laughs> I know. I don't know how to say. It. Yeah. I'm she.
0: Uh, she listened to our last episode and in the bit of banter we talked about how I met your father and how it kind of started off crappy and how we kind of like it now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she sent us a message. Yeah. On Instagram or he, they. Sent us a message and said, uh, "How I met your f- no, what was it? How yeah. I met your father."
1: Dot dot dot. Two thumbs down. Two thumbs down. <laughs> it was so, only a couple hours ago. Out. I'm pretty sure it's a female. I'm so sorry, yeah, my dear. I but, went to the profile. I'm pretty sure I saw a woman. All right. but,
0: well, either way, Kayla yeah. and the cats. uh Thank you. We appreciate the message. And yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't blame you for that.
1: I love when people reach out, too. I'm like, oh, my God, you listened. I'm so glad you thought (laughs) that was funny or you hated that, too, or whatever. Exactly. And then also
0: um, all of you who haven't uh, followed us or liked us or rated Mm -hmm. us, um, you better hurry up and do that. Because, you know, with modern society nowadays, if you didn't like it before, it was cool. That's (laughs) the point of ever liking it at all.
1: (laughs) It's so dumb. All right. Well, Okay. Get back to the suspense. Yeah.
0: So the officers. Mm hmm. They open the basement door, oh, God. and what do they see? Well, mm. first off, it's about what they hear. And as they head down to the basement, step by step, oh, the sound of heavy metal gets louder and louder. What? Mm-hmm. Is
1: she ripping it on the guitar?
0: <laughs> and in the middle of the basement floor, oh, my God. they find the mangled body uh, butchered. As described by reporting officers, of twenty-five-year-old Jacqueline Ricks. So a Wait, total. With just
1: some like corn with a K playing in the exactly.
0: background, or what? Exactly, and one of the reporting officers they they said that added to the eeriness of what was going on, and I could I just don't... imagine heavy metal music.
1: Yeah, I feel like maybe like uh, cranked up. There's kind of like a cliche around like classical music being eerie. Yeah, so I'm trying to put myself there with like death metal playing. I'm like, I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, it would freak me out for sure. But I'm like, that's like, yeah, it's kind of hard to imagine.
0: Yeah, uh, I wouldn't. This whole thing.
1: Oh my. Anyway, keep going. This is just yeah.
0: So unfortunately, 25 year old uh, Jacqueline Riggs, she was found with a total of 42 knife wounds. So she was stabbed 20 times and slashed an additional 22 times. Okay. So blood everywhere. Um, they said on the floor, on the walls, on the blankets. Uh, it was clear that she was defending herself. So defensive wounds all over her body. Right. And uh, she fought for as long as she could until she couldn't fight back anymore and yeah. eventually perished. So, first thought for, I guess, even for me hearing it, um, and then definitely if you're an investigator or an officer, you're, you've you got a person that looks to have committed suicide upstairs, and then somebody clearly murdered downstairs. Mm-hmm. So, immediately you're thinking murder-suicide. Right. Like, um, you know, was Anthony getting jealous of maybe Anne and Jacqueline were growing in a relationship a way that he wasn't comfortable with, you know? Or like I said, open marriages, they just they don't seem to end very well. Well, from well, we cases listen to we a lot heard.
1: of true crime. I was going to say, we don't listen to a lot of like true happy real life Three some marriages. Very true. We just listen yeah, to people yeah. getting murdered, and some true. of them so happen to be in a three way.
0: Many, many of the cases, you know, we're mm-hmm. predisposed to are going to be and yep. bad. But um, yeah, I don't know what could have happened, um, why Anthony would have an issue with Jacqueline. But when you bring in a third person that has to do with the relationship, um, things can definitely get messy. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of the. Uh, Katrina Smith case where when you start having an Mm. affair and you start bringing in multiple people there's so many things you got to start looking at now as police officers or investigators. Yeah. So, uh, Anne Marie, she was brought in for questioning by police and from every investigator involved uh, it seemed like she was completely cooperative.
1: Let me guess. Fit in tester for GSR. Gunshot residue.
0: She agreed to uh, submitting her fingerprints, and clothing for gunshot residue. Yeah, she answered as many questions oh. as she could uh, about the relationship between Jacqueline, Anthony, and herself. And we've mentioned this a couple of times, or I mentioned it before you joined the podcast. Um, she even agreed to take a lie detector test.
1: Real and- question is did they test the husband for it? So sure they can test her, but does the person who shot themselves? I'm using have, air quotes. Have GSO. Have it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'll let I'm you get sure to it, did. but I mean that just you got to cover all the bases.
0: Yeah. As we get a little more into the case, we're gonna realize that they definitely did their um invest or forensics on him. So yeah. I would have to assume that they okay. did.
1: All right. I'll let you continue. Um. Yeah. So
0: she actually agreed um to take a lighter detector test Mm -hmm. in which they said she was I mean there's actually a video of it she was calm and very concise with all of her answers so I don't know you can look at it like either way is that good or are you? were you preparing for this, or yeah. are you actually right. confident in what you're answering? You
1: know. It's a good thing I'm not a lawyer. I'm like, you're all guilty until you're not. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. No, that's a whole <laughs> that's different cynical story. Cynical mind.
0: So at this point, uh, police are trying to figure out what happened between Jacqueline and Anthony and how, basically, what we talked about, how it could have gotten to this point. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, while she's being obviously questioned and interrogated, Uh, investigators, they came upon something at the crime scene that kind of broke the case open.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: On the bedroom floor next to Anthony's body, there was a spent shell casing, and that shell casing proved to be a perfect match to the slug that was recovered from Anthony's head. This is where I was telling you that it seemed like they did their uh, forensic duty. Um when it came to his body. Now you're thinking, yeah, that makes sense. If Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the thing is, the shell casing was for a 380 caliber bullet, but the gun found next to Anthony was a forty five caliber gun. Okay. And I know you might be, obviously you're not. Um, into... Yeah,
1: I'm not a gun person, but I obviously it doesn't match. Right. Yeah.
0: And when they tried to test to see if it would work in the gun, the bullet just fell right out.
1: Okay. So that's what they're assuming happened.
0: No, so Anthony couldn't have shot himself with that bullet right. with the gun that was found next to him.
1: Right. So why was it on the ground? Because someone tried to use it and it failed. And they just didn't this see it. This was
0: a spent shell casing. So the bullet in his I'm head so confused, I'm sorry. Matches the shell casing that they found on the ground. But neither of those matched the oh, gun that was found I'm next so to him. Oh, I'm so sorry.
1: Okay, 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 I get it now. Okay.
0: So, alarm bells. Obviously, something else had happened in that bedroom.
1: hmm
0: And the police are no longer investigating what they thought was an apparent murder-suicide. Um, or I guess I should say an apparent suicide that turned into a, a murder-suicide. They're now looking into a double murder. Yeah. With one person in their scope, and that's Anne-Marie. yeah. Because now what's they... your
1: alternative that the other chick shot him, Jacqueline, right. and stabbed herself forty-five times? Exactly. Like of course, yeah.
0: And and if he did kill Jacqueline and then wanted to kill himself, it would be a forty-five caliber bullet. Is two thousand fifteen? Twenty
1: fifteen. Dude, yeah. forensic files—it's been around for a while. Like you wouldn't. <laughs> right. Come on. Gosh.
0: So at the police station, uh investigators—they have both Anne Marie. In one interrogation room, um, and then they also have her thirteen-year-old daughter just down the hallway in another room, oh, boy. because they were with each other that morning. Um,
1: Is that legal? Obvi- questioning a minor by herself?
0: I I don't think they were. <sighs> That's a good question. Um, I know. I mean, it's happened
1: before. People will just do it, but right. I mean, it's 2015. Like, yeah, this but I more
0: earlier from what I uh the research that I found, and I actually I. Even when I was typing up my notes, I didn't know how to word it because I I yeah. had wanted to say down the hallway in another room because they didn't really say if it was an interrogation room. Right. Um, it was just her in another room, and they said that she was very hysterical. Um, obviously her dad just died. Yeah. And that at one point she tried like escaping the police station somehow or something like I she guess, was trying to, yeah, work her way out of it.
1: I guess um, it's kind of like when people just freely talk in an interrogation room unless they ask for a lawyer you can right. just let them talk so i wonder if that's the same thing where they weren't questioning her but she was just there yep. and you were just yep. letting her talk yeah unless and she, you know
0: yeah there is uh there's, no there's another case that took place down in texas i think where um a lady was talking to her mom about what had happened and I, I think we're going to cover this at some point, so I don't yeah. want to give away too much. But, yeah, basically they were talking in an interrogation room where everything was always being recorded. Yeah. And so they were able to use that recording, I guess, um, right. in, in that case. Okay. Go yeah. Ahead, so sorry. they're they're talking to the 13-year-old daughter, and she is um, hysterical. And uh, that's kind of basically how they described her. Just, again, you As just she lost your be. dad. Yeah. yeah. So, during these questionings with Anne in one room and her daughter down the hallway, uh, Anne, she goes into detail about how abusive Anthony was to her. And uh, she described... Anne does.
1: Anne, Anne does. does. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go
0: ahead. Yeah, so she described um, the relationship between Jacqueline and, and Anthony and that it was a very sexual relationship that Anne, uh, she wasn't jealous of it, I guess, between her husband and their uh, housemate or houseguest. Um but she didn't want to be a part of it anymore, okay. and there is footage of her basically trying to explain, yeah, I just I told him if you're gonna be like sleeping down there or wanting to be with her all the time, then just just leave pretty much
1: right like, like go be with her somewhere else exactly okay like
0: this is no longer um a partnership in our marriage okay you're clearly just trying to partner up with her and just her yeah so it's she thought it was like disrespectful okay um so. Yeah, she she explains how at, at one point he held a gun to her head. I believe Anthony did to his wife Anne's head. Yeah, and that he said, "If you tell this to anybody or um, the police, I'll kill you and I'll kill whoever you tell."
1: Tell what to the police?
0: That he was how abusive he was towards her. Oh, okay. So basically, she's trying to explain why um, she wasn't reporting these okay, instances. She going on. Yeah. Okay, she's scared. Okay. So now with Anne in the interrogation and her daughter, uh, I guess, also being questioned, you know, whether it's legal or not. Right. uh, The police, they go ahead and look into the phone records of both of them. this is where it always gets juicy. Exactly. And that's when they find a couple things. So first thing was a 10-minute phone call between Anne and her daughter at 3 a.m. the night that Anthony was killed.
1: Her 13-year-old daughter
0: so, Anne had called her 13-year-old daughter for a 10-minute conversation.
1: So, we have to assume they weren't in the same house, or they were Correct. calling each other yeah, from yeah. the same house. Right, and and weird.
0: Anne tries to uh, play it off. As it, it was like a butt dial,
1: but mm-hmm. 10-minute butt dial. Especially you know. if they're talking to 13-year-old, 13-year-olds. Yeah, they're You're like, like well, gonna crack fuck you, mom. The fu- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, mom. They're like, no, don't I call just... me. <laughs> <laughs> like, bye. Yeah, this is the age you know? of texting, so. So, that was anyway. the
0: first weird thing that they found okay. was, um Yeah. A weird 10-minute conversation that she was having with her daughter at 3 a.m. the night that her husband was killed. Okay. The second thing uh, that they found in her phone records was a probably the most damning evidence of all. Oh, boy. It was a long, continuous conversation between herself, her daughter, and then a third phone number.
2: This is so a like phone a call? A three-way no, phone call? No, this is
0: a, a three-way text. Oh, okay. Like an okay. iMessage or something, Okay, you know? go ahead. And that phone number was the number of her daughter's 18-year-old boyfriend, Gabriel Struss. Okay. And the context of the conversation? Well, uh, Anne-Marie and her 13-year-old daughter had convinced Gabriel that Anthony was an abusive monster and that... He was tearing the family apart by cheating on Anne with their house guest, Jacqueline. Okay. And the the daughter at one point said that uh, she came across her dad and Jacqueline having a conversation about possibly having another child and bringing another kid into the family. Um, and that would be something that, or that was something that they, they said Jacqueline and her dad were very close as a father-daughter combo. And, and... I'm sorry. Did the, I say it? Jacqueline? Yeah, no, it's no, okay. No. I get. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. So the, the daughter and yep. and the father. Yeah, they were very close. Super close. And so when she found out that her dad wanted to have another child, but not with her mom, um, she didn't like that. And yeah, so you bring another kid. And think in the about mix? it: this a 13 already... year old dating an 18 year old too.
1: Yeah, that's just yeah, that's as, a whole other freaking thing. Just as gross. Uh,
0: yeah, disgusting. So, um, Gabriel, he was described as a down-on-his-luck 18-year-old, and he was basically in need of any support that he could possibly get. So what Anne-Marie did was offer him a place to live um, if he followed through with what Anne had planned for him to do. And that plan, of course, was to viciously murder Jacqueline Riggs and then followed it up with a, a shooting of Anthony.
1: That is quite the price to pay. You can live with me if you kill two people. Exactly.
0: And to stage it as a murder suicide. So you are planning on them being caught. Not caught, you know, discovered.
1: I like that he's described as a down as like eighteen year old like Yeah, a little like, bit. You're dating a thirteen year old. Like, yeah. That is just the tip of clearly, the iceberg of what you are. Exactly. Gross.
0: So when the police confronted Gabriel Stress, he immediately confessed to it all. Just said fuck it i'm not gonna play that game yeah Uh, it was me i did it and uh he said that he waited in the anastasi's backyard until Anne let him in through the back door Uh, she gave him the knife to use to stab Jacqueline 20 plus times and then she also gave him the gun to use uh to shoot anthony as he lay asleep in their marital bed uh, her 13-year-old daughter then drove Gabriel home, as it was Ann's job, to place the gun next to Anthony to make it look like a suicide. The wrong gun, of course. Right. And with that one mistake, uh, the three of them were booked, charged, and convicted of two counts of first-degree
1: murder. So, really quick, I don't know if this is going to come up later, or if, was that the whole explanation, or do they go into detail more at some point?
0: whole explanation of...
1: Of how it went down is that just like his story, or do we find out later it actually happened another way, or is that no? It? That that's how it okay. Went I'm down. just I guess I'm wondering like who was killed first,
0: Jacqueline. Okay, so, so, so they're
1: both home at the same time, and the dad's upstairs and just didn't hear the shit getting stabbed. Right, yeah. So is the that dad, way that music was on at, to drown out the sounds of her. I, getting I would
0: probably assume so because uh, the dad they described him as um, he wasn't working because he was. Being he was either laid off or he yeah. was fired because he had back injuries, right um, so he was kind of immobile at it the moment
1: have, yeah, unless they weren't home at the same time and like killed her, waited for him to get home, killed him because they, you would hear the gunshot, so if you're Jacqueline, you would hear the gunshot first. right so no it must no have so been her so first, it was right? her first
0: okay. and and Gabriel he said that he sat there after after he had made sure that Jacqueline was dead, he sat there and waited to get the go ahead from Anne to then. Go kill Anthony. So I guess maybe. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's like really risky to just yeah cause sit if down you there think, with her.
0: Yeah. If you and think there's a, that just a dude
1: upstairs, a dude who is wants to have interested a child with her. Yeah. Like he could come down at any time.
0: Yeah, and, and maybe um, he could have
1: heard anything anytime too. Sure, you have music playing, but yeah. that doesn't. You never know what you're yeah, gonna it
0: hear. It makes you wonder, but again, in these conversations that they were having, um, her, mm-hmm. the daughter, and. Gabriel, obviously, they were probably discussing how are we going to make sure that, you know, dad doesn't come downstairs or, well, she likes rock music. We'll just play that really loud or something like that. Mm. Yeah, because when they, they, um, I kind of skipped over it, but when they investigated the basement downstairs, one of the things that pointed to the fact that it was murder, aside from what happened, um, it, not murder, I should say, but somebody that was involved between them i should say um is that none of the windows were broken open like the door to the outside was all locked exactly yeah exactly so
1: then on top of that the blatant overkill
0: yeah 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 which is weird though because it's not like he what the person doing the killing had a personal connection to jacqueline right it was like through. I guess, too, you know? if you
1: really think about it. I don't want to get like too far into this, but my brain, when I hear this stuff, especially because I don't, you said I might know this, but it sounds vaguely familiar, but I really don't know this case. But you would think that one of the big signs would be if this, what was the dad's name? Andrew, Anthony. Anthony. Anthony killed her. Either he would be covered in blood or you would find clothes cl- covered right. in blood. yeah,
0: yeah. Unless he and, killed
1: her naked and showered.
0: Right, and I thought that, too. I yeah. was uh, thinking about it. it was like, Okay, so
1: there would be a trail mark up would, the stairs. I mean, there would be Yeah, you,
0: you know. would think that immediately um uh if it's murder suicide, there would be signs that he killed her where when they find him. Yeah. But also I suppose, you know, in that if you're thinking through the heads that if he killed her, you know, maybe he's not immediately thinking suicide. Maybe he's thinking okay, what do I do? How do I get away with it? Maybe he did clean up or could have cleaned up or yeah. something. And then you're like, you know what? I just can't live with myself. So he, you know, off himself. But yeah, the the
1: what, it, was, what was the thing that she said when she called? She said I was supposed to take my kids to the dentist or something?
0: No, I was, she, she said, saying? I just got done taking my kids to the dentist and I was supposed to take my husband to the doctor. And I, you know what? Here, I'll play it again yeah. for you one more quick. Just now that we time. know the whole story.
2: I just spent the day taking kids to the dentist and then going grocery shopping. I'm supposed to be leaving to take my husband to a doctor's appointment right now. Mm -hmm. But he's not responding at all and he's got his gun laying next to him in the bed. Do you think he shot himself? I don't know. I didn't turn the lights on in the room.
1: So, whatever, that light thing, the lights on thing still freaks me out. I mean, it's just stupid. But I'm just like, he didn't know when she was going to be home. You know, if there's no phone calls or unless there was something exchanged, like she could have come home at any time during this.
0: Well, that you're you're looking at it from the point of view of if he would do. Oh, wait, if Anthony did a murder suicide. Yeah. Right. Like obviously that's not what happened though.
1: Right. So yeah, I'm like
0: her in that phone call. You listening to it back again, um, just now. It was like I'm gonna play it one more time, and you can hear her. She's giving a reason. Why she wasn't home yeah. when all of this probably went down. They all did. So that. immediately, the first thing she does, she doesn't say, My husband's home. dead or something. <laughs> I came uh, home. Yeah. Who knows what happened? But how do you know he's dead <laughs> with a gun next to him if you didn't turn the light on? Like, what? What? But uh, we'll listen to it one more time. You can tell that she is now okay. um, trying to uh, paint herself in a light that it wasn't me. I didn't do it.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. I just spent the day taking kids to the dentist and then going grocery shopping. I'm supposed to be leaving to take my husband yeah, to the doctor's are you... appointment right now. Mm-hmm. But he's not responding at all. and He's got his gun laying next to him in the bed. Do you think he shot himself? I don't know. I didn't turn the lights on in the room. So yeah, you, you know the right. guns like,
0: laying next to the bed, but you don't know he shot himself.
1: Yeah, exactly. And also, the first thing you mentioned is something that has nothing to do. I with wasn't what's going at on. home yeah. at all
0: when I think something bad happened. Yeah. like
1: there's so many others like that. Like what's the? There's a few that are like I came home. My there's so many bathtub murders. It drives yeah. me nuts. Like there's so many. And it's like I came home. I was gone all day at work, and my wife's in the bathtub. Yeah,
0: and there is um. We, we talked about it a couple episodes. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I was trying to say where, oh, we were. it was um, uh, love letters that Katrina Smith had gotten from Todd Smith. Mm, yeah. And the investigators talked about how, oh, you know, you're looking at it like a love letter, but he's saying things like, I love oh. you to death and things like that. I was trying to bring it up and I didn't very, do a very good job of it during the recording. But um, when you're subconsciously saying things, that you're not meaning to say. Like again, when you're talking about a missing person, but you're talking about them in past tense, a lot of the times we're like, well, yeah, she was a great mom. You're just saying she was a great mom, but investigators are hearing so you you think something happened to her right. because she's gone. Yeah, like, she was not, she is a great yeah. mom. Yeah. So um there are things like that where it's clear the reason she's first thing she does is tell the the you know 911 yeah. operator i was doing this all morning it's like
1: it amazes okay. me and i don't i don't know if you went over this that like they really started to like look into it because the shell casing didn't match and not because of all the other shit that they found
0: right no, no no so uh and maybe it's just because of the way i chose to oh. um, write it you <laughs> okay, know okay. but um the the shell casing not matching to the gun found with him was the immediate like, like you said if it's a murder suicide um you would think he would have something more right on so him, maybe they had suspicions and then they found that and they're like okay for sure
1: yeah yeah, yeah. okay
0: so it was like nope definitely for sure <laughs> okay some guys, shit gotcha. happened. okay so, yeah and to think that she wasn't dumb and put the correct gun next to like why would you not put the same gun yeah, that I'm you not... gave to gabriel next to the body that was supposed to have used it you know
1: yeah yeah i'm not yeah, sure what maybe... the reasoning behind that was yeah i don't so know then what um I'm so all... that's it yeah so <laughs> it,
0: i mean it took uh so a little over the... a year but they got convicted all three of them for yeah um two counts of first degree murder i'm
1: sure a lot of that was court time because this sounds like it yeah. was like pretty quick it yeah. all just kind of unraveled and
0: then um obviously the the daughter was charged as a minor but
1: um oh, like a what doesn't conspirator help... kind of thing yeah she probably didn't yeah get that so
0: it time. was a uh accessory to murder after yeah. the fact okay and then two accounts of first-degree murder because she clearly helped plan it all uh the interesting thing though too is that when Anne was in jail for <clears throat> i just
1: what's your face you what? can't
0: be dumb i mean you're dumb if you're a criminal but if you if you wanna get away with it, you can't be this dumb. Oh, yeah. There is phone call recordings from her calling from jail, talking to a friend, before she's convicted of it, saying that the bitch had it coming and what did she expect when she's gonna come move into my house and take my man or some shit like that.
1: But it okay, so when she was at trial, did she plead guilty or not?
0: Yeah. She yeah. Did. So so oh, they okay. she pled um is it? alfred yeah alfred yeah. yeah so basically um she's not saying that she did it yeah but she understands that, that there's, there's so enough evidence to prove mm-hmm. that she did do it yeah it's so cop out mm-hmm. yeah 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 gosh
1: wow okay but i mean most of the time you get better deals anyway is she was she sent to life Sentenced to life sentenced to
0: life yeah. yeah well i guess she's serving and like not- 60 years for one yeah. and 40 years for the other. Can- continuous or congruently whatever Mm -hmm. at the same time yeah yeah she's 43 years old or she was like 44 when she got convicted yeah so we're talking she'll be like a hundred and no no opportunity for bail
1: yeah i wonder if that was the like we won't put you on death row if you admit it or something which i don't
0: know in maryland if they even have death row but yeah um yeah
1: who knows what their rules are out there but yeah that's crazy i bet you her Minor daughter didn't get like any time. Technically, she didn't do anything, right? You know, yeah, like yeah. most of the time, they're pretty leaning on that stuff because you're so young. It was your mom, you know what I mean, yeah. and your older 18 year old boyfriend. Yeah, like, like, you're obviously being brainwashed. You were following, yeah, what
0: two adults
1: she needs psychiatric help and meds and with some therapy and time served. And yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So, I wow. mean, obviously, I, I agree that they probably would have been caught no matter what, yeah. Um. But don't be an idiot. Don't put the wrong gun. Maybe if
1: this was like know? 1980, you might have gotten away yeah. with it because. Like the 70s. Like a lot of people seem to give a shit back then, or technology, DNA, all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, thank God this happened, like kind of closer to now.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah where you know gunshot residue is a thing. Wow, that's
1: crazy. That I can test
0: for, which I didn't mention, but uh, <laughs> she was very um cooperative mm-hmm. during the whole thing, but. Her clothes and her arms, they all came back positive for gunshot residue. And she completely failed the fucking lie detector test. They were like, you didn't just like not pass. You completely flunked this. Yeah. They were like, you were being deceitful the entire time. Like, <laughs> what are you? And she's still trying to say, I don't know. You know, yeah. it wasn't me. I didn't do it. Whoops. So, yeah. Wow. Just don't be an idiot if you're going to try to get away yeah, with it. Yeah, that one's
1: pretty And don't messy. be a criminal. Yeah, just don't be. Just in general. Yeah, just don't
0: well there you go wow. you guys episode number 10, ten. Mm-hmm. yeah number 10 how about that
1: how about that How
0: about that we are uh all the way there
1: <laughs> all the way to 10 <laughs> all the yeah. way to 10
0: <laughs> i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you enjoyed this i did i enjoyed your uh bit of banter by the way oh thank you yeah, we uh, we all know now it's why february has 28 very, days
1: yeah it's not very often that i am smart so i felt really good to like know some stuff even yeah. if i just learned it on google five minutes before hey, we got whatever. on here you but sounded yeah. smart. Thanks. Thanks. You did great. That's what I was aiming for. <laughs> Thank you.
0: All right. Well, I hope you guys all enjoy this. If mm-hmm. you did, um, rate us. Give us that five star on Spotify. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to get enough ratings so it'll actually show what the average rating is. Yeah. Um, follow us on Instagram at True Grind Banter yeah. and subscribe on YouTube if you really love us. Yeah. If you really and love you us. you can see us. I you really can see us. Um, I'm looking a little, a little pink right now. And I don't know why it's okay I don't know you just gotta grab life by the horn sometimes
2: okay (laughs) alright our listeners aren't gonna
0: hear that or understand that Um, (laughs) it's fine well uh, I am Riley (laughs) I'm
1: Christian
0: and we will talk to you next time Mm -hmm. take care